boys, what's good? It's your boy Milo. It's your boy Fab. Samu here to bring you Layers, Layers of life, life, isn't it? Layers of Life. We're back again. Yeah, another episode. Episode 13. Yep, yep. I just like the way how the, the number just keeps getting higher and higher and higher. Do you get what I mean? It keeps flowing. Love that, keeps man. Flowing. Love that. So, yeah, but obviously we're doing something good. So, you know, back again with another bang. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and ting. Um, so, yeah, um, today's episode, um, yeah, man, it's going to be a bit of a different topic. Still, obviously, mental health related and so forth. Um, I think it's definitely something that we obviously need to um, speak about and address. And yeah. you know that we are, we do speak about the unspoken and so forth. You get me? Uh, we're not alone today. We've actually got um, a special guest with us today. Um, go by the name of... Actually, you want to introduce yourself, innit? <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm Philip Morris and I'm a director. Wicked. Perfect. So, um, yeah, thank thank you. you. Appreciate that, man. Thank you very much. So, um, today, um, we're going to be speaking about, um, the theatre industry, um, and, you know, everything that comes along with it, um, the little strains as well. Um, as you know, if you've obviously been keeping up with the news, um, there has been like cuts of, um, you know, with theatres and them closing down due to the pandemic and so forth. Um, obviously that's affected a lot of jobs within the industry as well. So, um, today just kind of just kind of see how, um, you know, how we can kind of like overcome this and um, see what we could do, um, for the people that have been affected and so forth. Okay. Um, so yeah, um, what I was going to say, so, I mean, Philip, you're obviously within that industry as well. Yeah. Okay. How long have you been in an industry for exactly? In the industry for six years now. Okay, cool. Yeah. Say no more. That's, yeah. that's a decent amount of time still. <laughs> so you obviously know what's good and everything like that. Um, first question. How did you start? I was just about yeah, to say that. Yeah. yeah. I was just about yeah. to say yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. How did it start? It started, um, my journey started, sort of started in school. So during my time in school, I wanted to do drama. But I didn't, I chose not to do drama. Okay. Um, enjoyed it from year seven to nine when it was like compulsory. But then when it came to ch- options for GCSE, I didn't feel like it could lead me towards a career path. So I didn't pick it. And I remember my drama teacher was fuming because she was like, you should have chose drama. Mad. But at the time, just even the environment um, that I grew up in and was around, there wasn't a lot of males doing drama. Mm-hmm. Um, so... It, it turned out that in my year, there were only two two males that did drama and everyone else did like PE and stuff like that. Okay, so I went with like that, the PE yeah, option. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, but I still hadn't like acted or performed, but I always wanted to, deep mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. So um, year 11, I decided to get involved in a show. I had to do a bit of acting. Did that show and stuff, like first time ever performing. And people were like, you know, you're really good at this. And I was like, Psh, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't be able to tell what was good and what wasn't. Mm. Um, but people were really encouraging me. So I was like, oh, okay, see. Got my GCSEs back. And at the time, I wanted to go into like soliciting. I okay. thought I wanted to be a solicitor. Um, but I didn't really know why I wanted to, but I just felt like, yeah, it's just a path that you just take, like, you know what I mean? Academic route and stuff mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. My GCSEs weren't as great as I hoped. So it meant that I would have had to do another year. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So long story short, I'm panicking because the original college I was meant to go to like provided me with this and I was like I don't want to go there anymore but I don't know where else I'm going to go mm-hmm. then I got a call from my mum who was like I've signed you up for performing arts and then because of the show that I did there was no proof of oh, wow. that so year like, and that like quick moment I, I was saying to her like a few weeks a few months back I was like that moment actually did change my life 
like her just saying, I saw you do something and I saw you enjoy it to the fullest. Mm. Go. Mad. You know what I mean? That support yeah. is what's brought me here. So yeah. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy because mm. I feel like a lot of kids when in that age, it's a lot of you do it for yourself kind of thing. It's like, it's like yeah. you've gone through education and mm. like, it's your, it's your, it's up to you to make up the next step or what, what you're going to do like and become the adult. So for a parent to, who are usually sometimes busy on their lives, yeah, to be yeah, able yeah. to notice it in their own child mm-hmm. and they're going to invest into doing it for them. It's a big thing. Like, and yeah. like you said, it literally was probably the flick in the switch that probably made things change in your life as well. That's the thing. Like it's, and, and she, she didn't even realise like how significant that moment was until I told her the other day. Mm. I literally went, I wouldn't be here. If she didn't make that quick decision, it was such a quick decision that she made on my behalf. How did you feel about it at the time? I was, you know what? At the time, I was absolutely fine with it because everything sort of shattered in front of me. Mm. So I was like, I actually don't know what I'm going to do with my sort of life next, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in these next two years. And I was like, I I did enjoy performing. I enjoyed being on stage. And so to experience that further, though I didn't know where it would lead, I was like, I'm I'm down with that. Because mm-hmm. what I was able to also do is still study government and politics as an A-level together. Okay. So it was a really unusual mixed match of performing arts and then you're going yeah, to sit in... Something like the oh, academic yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. So I was like, I'm going, to meet, I'm going to meet both in the middle and see where it takes me. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I was still like, solicitor, solicitor, mm-hmm. solicitor. Um, and then, yeah, fast forwarding, had an amazing drama teacher in particular because we did we did acting, dance, and music. But there was a drama teacher who was like, "You really need to think about this." Like, he took me in and taught me the fundamentals of drama, and you know, allowing me to be able to express myself comfortably. Mm-hmm, <laughs> Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Even in my cl- even in my class, I was like one of the I was the only there was two yeah two two boys in our class, and then one of them left, and I was the only boy in my class. I swear, and we had to do things like. We had to do assemblies where we do like um, contemporary jazz, oh, and the whole the, the whole da. school would be there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So people watch me walk in uh, with my hood up, and then about twenty minutes later, I'm opening up for a year seven or eight assembly. Yeah. So I had to, mm. but it allowed me to feel comfortable in my own skin mm. and just you know get rid of those stigmas that are attached to even masculinity as we know it, or you know, or as we've been taught it yeah. necessarily. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. He started talking to me about going to drama school. Um, I then fell away from politics. I was like, I'm not as interested. Mm-hmm. I'm really passionate about performing and all that kind of, that kind of stuff. Went to drama school, but I went also under the safety net of uh, doing a, a course called Applied Theatre, which is basically the teaching of acting, but also acting as well. Got you. So I was like, if all goes wrong, I'm going to be a drama teacher. As soon as I hit year one, I was like, I do not want to be a teacher. <laughs> I, do, that, I don't yeah. want to do Realizing this. Like, I, yeah. like, with all due respect, I, I just realised it, it, the mould didn't fit me. Yeah. Um, but the course really taught me how to, like, navigate a room, mm. how to do workshops. And as well as that, I was able to perform. So I did National Youth Theatre, and that was an like, absolutely amazing experience. And then that, when I did National Youth Theatre, that's when I was like, right, I want to commit myself to this field for the rest of my mm-hmm. career Come. um yeah so i kind of that's like the short window into saying i sort of fell into it mm-hmm. um i didn't know that i would do this but the moment that i started to learn how important theater is in terms of freeing people's minds and stuff as well as obviously the fun side of you know having a show where actually what it does to the individual yeah. to be able to leave, you know what I mean? To, as an audience member to watch a show and just forget about everything for a minute. 
or to be on stage and be someone else for a minute. Mm-hmm. It's really mm-hmm. powerful. So um, yeah, it was it was an accident, <laughs> but very purposeful at the same time. A good accident. Crazy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Energy, you yeah. I mean, it's mad as well because I feel like the like you said, going back to being in school or in college and studying subjects and that's not necessarily male dominated like the stigma is so bad like especially let's say for example you're amongst a group of friends who are the sports lot and you just happen to be the one a bunch out of the sports lot who just doesn't want to do sports no more you yep. feel like there's another path you want to take down like yeah. you people like say stuff and like laugh and cuss you but yeah, yeah. it will be so like innocent yeah but to you when you're on the receiving, receiving end of it you're like should I really do it? What are people going to say? You know what I mean? This like, is the thing. And I feel like as a community, we think a lot, we, we act out a lot on what people think about certain situations mm-hmm. as opposed to on just doing the inner thing. And I yeah. guess at that young age, not a lot of people have the self-esteem to just, you know, ignore it and just go on without thinking about it or going in, into it too deep. Mm, big time. But then in saying that, I feel like there's some instances where some people don't even think about it. They just go and do their and thing. just do, yeah, exactly that. Is honestly a blessing to not even be aware of this because I'd rather not be aware of the connotations around what people have to say as opposed to me just doing it. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what I rate a lot about. I feel like the younger generation kind of just do what they want to do. Yeah. Mm. Um, But we had, a, that's the thing, we had one or two that were just like, one of my close boys, Lewis, who did, he did, uh, what did he do? He did a BTEC and uh, dance and also did drum as a GCSE. No one stopped him. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nothing got in the way. And actually he's completely reaped the benefits of seeing it through. It hit me late. Do you know what I mean? But absolutely right in that um, it's really split. And it's just, it's really interesting because, you know, when you're older, you're like, man, I really cared about what people thought. Yeah, <laughs> I, listen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I could not care less. No, I'm telling you. You know what Literally. I mean? Yeah. I just find it so crazy how like people can just expect for you just to be this person. Because obviously, you know, you're quite tall in it. So, you know, people just expect for you yeah, to you're be like the, yeah, 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 the, the sports field. Do you get what I mean? People just assume that. But it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. just yeah. because you can just look at someone doesn't mean that you can judge them about, you know, what you think they can do. Do you get what I mean? Mm. You know, like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, if you know, say, you know, drama and fit is your passion you're doing your thing yeah, like, yeah do you know what I mean yeah, you know yeah, yeah. and not to yeah. be funny that hasn't stopped you because yo you're doing well you've done something amazing with yeah, you, you know I appreciate that, with, 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 with basically where you come from and everything like that so yeah man let's talk about that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about that um yeah so just to give you guys a heads up um so basically um Philip has basically got his own little own little company um where it's um basically helping um, you know, people um do theater basically, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an entryway. Like it's I'm in a transition. So I've I, I created a company which I've now uh which I passed over and then I will in due time be starting up another one. So okay. I can tell you about the previous company okay. mm-hmm. and then just do little snippets into like Correct if I'm wrong, but that was that was Lightpost. That was Lightpost, yeah, okay. yeah. So um so yeah I founded Lightpost um <laughs> yeah when I was twenty two. Um so during that time, I was an intern at a place called the Birmingham Rep Theatre and the Hippodrome. So one's are like a really commercial theatre and they do like musicals. The other one uh, focuses on like new writing and like contemporary work. Mm. So, um, yeah, I was an intern at the time. And then, so I was like helping with workshops and that kind of stuff, but not really, I hadn't directed anything like oh, at all. And then there was my boss came to me and was like, there's a tiny pot of funding to work with men, black men at risk of mental health. So at the time, me not even knowing necessarily much about mental health, I was like, whatever it is, I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
Because yeah. when we're t- when we're talking about these things, it's not been done yet mm. before, to my knowledge, anyway. So um, I did a pitch for it, and um, it's just it's just really mad thinking back to it now. But yeah, we did a pitch. Uh, we ended up getting the funding, and then here I was, like twenty two, um, with the brief of like, yeah, you're gonna work with uh, black men at risk of mental health. So I've had to do research, and I've tried to get my head around mental health and like understanding where it is then I made my connections to mental health and mm. you know so all of a sudden people who I encountered throughout my childhood and teenage years I was able to match up with where they are in the spectrum to my understanding so I was like okay there were people in school <laughs> mm. who were like the guys in school who are now really struggling yeah. and look really rough and yeah. you know what mm-hmm. I mean it's like okay so there's a ment- there's a mental health lapse mm-hmm. yeah. of some form um and even myself in terms of like just and and just hum- understanding humanity more that like sometimes we wake up in bad moods and like that still counts mm-hmm. yeah you know what we do with that mood yeah for the rest of the day yeah it's dependent on the right outcome, so to say. that's the thing and then and then the, the deeper thing of then looking back and then examining your behavior and why you behave certain ways and certain things you saw mm. and the sensitization and so I was like right okay. <laughs> Basically, I can't pocket. It's really unclear to like, it was unclear to me in terms of defining what being at risk means. Mm. So I was like, right, if if statistics are saying what they're saying, black men just need to come here then, basically. (laughs) Because they're like one in three, one in two. So we all need to be here. So I was chatting to my manager and he was like, oh, it's like, um, this is a really good opportunity. It's like starting a company. And I was like, it's like starting a company. I'm going to start, I'm going to turn this into a company. Mm. So this was meant to be like a two year project. Um, and like at best, you know, like a performance in a rehearsal room. And I was just like, nah, we need to create something that can live and exist for like years to come. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, we're all like, uh, like we're all like the same age. So we mm. might remember when things like youth clubs existed and disappeared mm. or schemes that used to happen. Mm-hmm. Or the things that we used to go to that just went along the way. So I was like, I don't want the same thing to happen here. We have this really good thing that we're on to. The money runs out and then that's it. Everyone goes their separate ways. So I was like, cool, we need to create a company. So um, yeah, I <laughs> I literally went from pillar to post because it was like, oh yeah, how do you track black men? How do you find mm. them? Because the, the, these kind of spaces that maybe existed when we were much younger don't exist anymore. So I was on the phone to organizations and this and that. And then I decided to just take it into my own hands. And um, we did a really simple post saying there's a production at the at the Birmingham Rep that involves black men. And when I say the phone went off, because people were like, production involving black men at that yeah. theater. I'm in. Come like, through, <laughs> what does this even mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's such okay. a niche. I'm just That's mentioning it. It's like... That exists. This is the thing. So we were like, I had people who I went drama school with who I had to say, oh, no, it's actually me, by the way. So this is maybe not for you, but come. Mm. So we had this massive workshop and then I dropped the word mental health and that was very interesting to see what happened in the room. Mm. So people start to feel a bit uncomfortable. And then there was someone there who was like, no, this ain't for me. Like immediately sort of shut it down. I was like, you know what, that's fine. But this is about improving our mental health well-being. It's about us being in a space and being unapologetic. Mm. It's about being able to vocalise what you're going through. 
um, but also just to celebrate ourselves in this space. And what was interesting is everyone completely bought into it, which was, I really thought people would reject the idea mm-hmm, of yeah. it. But actually, week after week, more and more people came. And so, yeah, we did a show called Three Fifths of Man, which looked at like really taboo subjects, um, fatherhood, homosexuality, uh, homelessness. Like we merged it into in, into a production where each week we'd provide them with like a... Um, like an exercise that just pushes okay. that boundary to mm. get them to speak up about stuff. Mm. So I'll never forget like our first session. Um, there's a, there's like an exercise where you call out a statement and you all cross the space. If you, if you, if you share the same value or had the same experience. So I was like, cross the room. If you've been stopped and searched at least th- three quarters of the group just crossed the room. Someone was like, can we talk about that? And we sat down and we just started talking. Okay, about cool. It. Yeah. cool. Um, then like just loads of different things kept on like um, coming in the room. And then there was one like really the most significant moment that I think it was the week after, but my boy was like, he wanted to really test the waters. And um, we're doing like uh, sort of f- freezing scenes where you like tap in and you go in and come okay. out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I know you're talking about And so about you hear me and the yeah, scene changes. Yeah. It's like old school it classic like game. Improvisation game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, game, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's all fun. And we did like, there's like a robbery scene and it's all jokes, whatever, whatever. And then what my boy stepped in. He wanted to really test the group. Steps in. First thing he said, he was like, I'm gay. When I say, couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't hear a pin drop. <laughs> no one, those guys didn't know what to do. Okay, okay. So I was like, let's go. Let's, 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 let's go. Let's like, uh, we need to create a scene out of this. And then we started to talk. And then we were like, cool, I was like, cool, everyone sit down. Let's talk. Okay. What's going on here? And mm-hmm. we were just able to hack at different things. Like that was one of many different topics mm-hmm. that we were able to talk about. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, 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 and share a collective understanding or educate. I was able to educate um, me and one of my close friends who ran it with me. Like we were able to educate people in the room and, it, was, it just became a really beautiful and pure thing, which then, um, yeah, went on for two years. And then we, yeah, we we had like sold out performances and stuff like that, which is amazing. And we and in terms of like audience representation, it was always like full of black people. Mm, love that. So it was it was a way yeah. of us being like, listen. It's fulfilling to know yeah, that you're, you're we, giving back to your That's the thing. Like... If, if, we, if we put on, as creators, like if we put on, the, if the right buildings allow us to tell our stories, we'll come. Yeah. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll watch that mm-hmm. we'll pay for Literally. that do you know what I mean so after two years we'd run out of, of funding but what was amazing was the theatre like felt that they had to make a pledge to the group continuing mm-hmm. oh that's nice which man. was amazing so yeah, that is nice. we wasn't even running off any money but we were still able to run the sessions mm-hmm. you know what I mean and then we went for like yeah we applied for big lottery funding massive massive pot of money and then we got it so it's running to this day nice um, that's so good man yeah Congrats man so yeah, one of so now the people running it now were some of the first people, first participants that came in the room. Oh, okay. They're now in charge, which was the, my aim from the jump. I was like, when I go, I really want them to lead it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People who have come through, because I don't know, like there's always this talk about like, do we have role models and da, 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 da. but actually we do. We just need the access. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People... Um, you know, young young black boys need to be in spaces with people like yourselves to see. Do you know what I mean? That to you see, see good, yeah, and, and, and whatever that is. Um, 
so that they can, you know, aspire and yeah. become that too. Because it's really like it's a representation match because yeah. they will see the people doing the entertainment and stuff and they will, everyone would want to thrive towards being a... And there's nothing wrong with becoming a sportsman or becoming an athlete or doing anything Fine. like that, but yeah. it just limits the view on, on you as a person because yeah. there's even certain skills and, and attributes and characteristics as a person that you will learn in another field that you want to necessarily learn whilst being in, in like a typical field like entertainment or sports. Mm, is it. And it kind of, it limits you as a person because like I said, Completely. when you're outside the box, you learn different skills, you do things differently, you have different perceptions or opinions about stuff. You literally have to see things in a whole different light. Yeah. And I feel like to some extent, some of us are robbed of it. Well, some of the youth are robbed of it because they're just so limited in the options that they see for themselves. This is the thing. Like I, I was the same. Like, I didn't even bother to look to see if there were black directors. Like, yeah. And then when I did, I was like, oh, there's other people who are doing what I always mm-hmm. wanted to do and have been doing it <laughs> to pave the way for people like me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, you're, yeah, absolutely right. Because when I think about fear, like, for me, myself, like, growing up or being younger, like, I never, it never crossed my mind. Like, I was very much yeah. into, I was into drama, but I wasn't into, more into it as in I wanted to know more or, like, mm-hmm. I wanted to do it outside of school or do it as an act- activity after school or whatever. Like, I just yeah. I knew on the surface level that it was just, like, a, a play or a pantomime. Kind of yeah, like, yeah. You know, in school, it was, it was they gave, gave us different types of varieties of it. So yeah, 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 yeah. And I just took it as, okay, this is what they're doing because it's school. And I never yeah. went deeper with it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but I feel like when you when you leave the environment, you realise that there's such a need for it because yeah. it's there for other demographics. But why is it that we can't, you know, share that space yeah. Too, yeah, or have exactly a space of our own doing the same thing? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think yeah. I forgot what, um, what um, show was on last year in Roundhouse and everyone went to it. Bob's Chronicles. That's it. Yeah. And I went to go and watch that. And... I swear to God, like that was me being a big, big adult. Yeah, and I ain't been, I ain't been to see nothing before that, you know. So I was like, raw, like it resonated mm-hmm. with you. The story was like so significant. I don't know, it was like there were so many different characters that represented life in general as a black person. It was just so good. Like I swear mm-hmm. to you, it was so good. And I was like, raw, this is a whole field of yeah, that our people could be bossing because. Yeah, we love entertainment, exactly. don't we? That, no, so no, you no, know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, so if it's stuff that you do. can relate to in this real life, then. It only makes sense. Do you know what I mean? The thing is, one thing about, I like about um, theatre is that, well, obviously it's a chance for you to express yourself, but um, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, you could just do, you could do so much things with it. Do you get what I mean? Like, when I was younger, I used to go to um, The Young Vic quite yeah. a lot. Yeah. I used to do drama in school and college, actually, to be fair. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, I just loved how... I just, I just loved, like, the art of, you know, acting. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. You know? So it's for some people, it may not be for some people, do you get what I mean? But like when you kind of see like how like passionate the like, actors like get into yeah. their role and all that kind of stuff, that that's a serious thing. Do you get yeah. what I mean? That is an art within itself. Do you get what I'm coming from? Absolutely. To add on to that as well, because some of some people know obviously I was I was an extra for for the last talk by that that was aired um on Netflix. And on the set that I was on, um while it was like a break or whatever, I actually sat down and I had um fucking lunch, dinner with Ashley Waters in it and he was like, okay. I was like, oh my God, this is a guy right <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, prior to that, we we, were, we had shot the um, the scene and just seeing him just doing his thing like and just so in, I was like, wow, oh, man, like, mm, this is just so mad. Like, thing, and this yeah. is just me seeing it here but obviously when I see it on the screen, it's like, when I'm at home, I'm like, oh, this is, it's so mad to just yeah. see it and to be around someone who really and truly in essence is a regular human being but, has the drive and you see it in their presence of yeah. their aura. Like, they're just, there's mm. structure. There's like, there's a way they just go about mm-hmm. stuff. Like, And after that experience, I was like, 
Do I want to be an actor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes you feel like you can, like, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, exactly. and that's the representation yeah. that we were speaking about. Like, it makes you it. feel like you can aspire to do yeah. it as well. Like, you know what I mean? And not to be funny, my man's been doing his thing for years. For years. Like, even when I was for in years. school, so I remember I went to um, the um, Young Vic and I watched a play called In Red and, is it Red and Brown or Red and Black Water? Something like that, anyways. And like, he was acting and we got to we got to meet him afterwards and everything like that. And I'm like, wow. Because at that time, I didn't really see a lot of mm. black actors. Obviously, mm. he was from ENDS as well. He was from Peckham mm. and all of that. Do you get what I mean? So you wouldn't really see like Mandem from ENDS doing something like that. Do you get what I mean? So even already that is, that could be a role model for people. Do you yeah. know where I'm coming from? But it would be nice to see more um, more black people within that industry. Do you get mm. what I mean? I mean, speaking on that as well, I'm obviously you're working in the industry as well. Okay. I mean, I guess we, even with your, your job, bro, like how do you feel like within your job? How do you feel... Um, Working within the industry, exactly. Yeah, um, that's a good question. I think I feel, I feel very responsible, um, for opening, trying to open doors for yeah. more of like my people to mm-hmm. see, yeah, yeah, to see you. our work. So, yeah. um, that's like a big. It's it's not it's not, bur- a burden is not even a word actually because I'm I'm all up for it because um mm-hmm. it took someone to bring me in. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we all like in in all walks of life, we all need that sort of helping hand. So um. It's yeah, it's it's challenging because that you know it in my industry sometimes you find that you're like just a, wherever you might be you might be the only you know what I mean black face in the room yeah. mm-hmm. um, in in so many different establishments but there are a lot of theaters that are working really hard you know um, or are being even called out you know what I mean Got especially you. recently mm-hmm. um, with 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 a lot of like political matters to to, to step up their representation. Got you. Um, but there are at the same time there are actually a lot of us which is really cool mm-hmm. um it's it may be that the sort of spotlight isn't quite on us yet but there are really amazing writers coming through um writers that are actually established um directors you name it and like stories that are constantly being being told mm-hmm. it's just more about my focus is about trying to find the capacity to showcase that and God, just yeah. celebrate that, you know. God, yeah. Um, but yeah, amazing work. Like there's a, a play on the other day called, well, a few months back called Little Baby Jesus, okay. um, which did really, really well at the Orange Street Theatre, um, full of you know black mm. black audience members. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barbershop Chronicles, which is is has been a success all the way through, which is like t- it toured in America. I think it, was so, it was so good, right? It's it's just a bit like it's so in your elements. It's such a clever. His writing game is. Crazy. I want to see it um, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was actually it was streaming. I think they've taken it down, but um, hopefully it, it comes back up. But it's definitely cool worth beans. it. But yeah, I just I feel um, and I think just, not even just me, me and the other black artists feel a collective responsibility to just keep pushing, mm. got you. keep going, um, keep telling our stories. Got know? you. No, I feel you. I feel you, man. Um, another question. <laughs> I was gonna say so. What is it that makes you keep going? Like, um, yeah, what makes you kind of continue just having this drive? Like, why do you want to, like, do so much, like, like to help exactly? Yeah, um, I think... I, <laughs> I always think about, like, just... I always think about someone else who's just like me mm-hmm. or was just like me, who just doesn't necessarily know what they want to do with their life. Um, and how important that window of opportunity was for me, you know, like I always use the term in another, in another life or 
another another version mm-hmm. of this situation is me not being here and me sitting at a desk. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Being yeah. a solicitor and being like, oh man, you know, I wish I, I wish I, I should, or maybe I should have taken theatre as a path. Okay. And and that's what keeps me going. Because um, for some people, until until seeing it, you don't really believe it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's true. Um, so for every, and it's not even sort of specified on gender, but any black child, if 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 what I do can open your mind to might not even be theatre related but mm. just to, to go in for what you want to go for mm-hmm. then I'm, I'm I'm all in it like I just sadly I think there were just some restrictions due to different reasons that we have in our childhoods um, that maybe doesn't expose us to the spectrum of like kind of work we can do no I totally agree um, depending on upbringing like my, my parents are extremely supportive and I'm really lucky but I had some friends whose parents were like, listen, it's a, it's a doctor, a lawyer or nothing. Like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Literally. A- anything yeah. else is a disappointment. You know what I mean? And that, and that is that is still the case for a lot of children. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I just, <laughs> I just want us to be free, you know? Really. I, I fully hear you. Yeah. I fully hear you. And I feel like at a time like this, with everything that's happened in the media and everything, like, it's, it's just, it's so important to emphasize on how much more of a community that we need to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the importance of building our own safe spaces as well for ourselves. Like, I'm not sure if you guys are a bit aware of like how Nick Cannon got fired off from Viacom. I heard about that. Okay, I mean, and it's just like when you look back on the history of them, of how important he's been in regards to entertainment industry. Like, he has done so much stuff, like Mm -hmm. so much. So, for them to just single handedly be able to dismiss you for comments that, based on my own views, I believe he said nothing wrong. Based on my mm. own views, I don't feel like anything was said that was wrong. It was just truth and it hurts. And that's just mm, a fact. Mm, mm. Um, again, I feel like now it's the perfect time for him to be able to invest in his own people mm-hmm. and create the spaces that he was creating in demand of those people for ourselves. Because we it. literally need it for ourselves. And once you own it, ownership is everything. And I feel like we need to understand that as well. Ownership in who we are and what we want to do and how we work as a community. Like We need to own it. We can't expect another entity to come in and look after us and provide provide exactly. for us. Like mm-hmm. we need to be able to do it for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, it's yeah. really it's, it's important. It's good. No, um, I like that man. I like that still. Yeah man, I feel like yeah the representation within the fear industry, I think it's just one hundred percent important. I feel like yeah people shouldn't have to shy away from, you know, doing what they really want to do. Do you get mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like support is 100% like needed um, because at the end of the day, if anyone else ain't rooting for you, then, you know, where are you going to, you know, get mm. the drive from? Do you get what I'm coming yeah, from? I feel, but I feel like it's harder because I feel like at the same time, people are probably on edge as to, oh, can I really do it? Or mm. there's so much anxiety about oh. wanting to push through and actually just do it and just embrace it. Um, and I feel like, I don't know, man, I feel like it's, it's hard because same way you could say, um, for example, like for me working in the school, like it's like, you know, I have the opportunity to help people, but I might just be there for a paycheck. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Whereas, mm. you know what I mean. So there's other ways that it can be it can be modified to help, so to say, mm-hmm. if that even makes sense. Ah, yeah, somewhere. Yeah. No, yeah. of course, of course. <laughs> um, I feel like yeah, I, I I get what you mean when you're coming with that store. Um, it is a bit difficult, but this is why I'm not gonna lie to you. Like the company that you've like with Light Post, I think. 
such a brilliant, brilliant idea. Um, it's so I mean, sick. Yeah, it really is. It really is. It Even like seeing like um, your workers were seeing the video as well. It kind of brought me back to when I was obviously doing the whole um, drama stuff like that, Brit School and everything like that. I'm thinking, okay, yeah, I remember this. I remember I used to like this still, but I don't know. In, like even for me as well, I kind of said to myself, do you know what? I like it, but do I like it enough for me to make a career out of it? Do you get what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. You know, and I think also at the time, I know I shouldn't think like this as well, but I thought that it would probably be a lot more better actors than me. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that kind of put me back a bit because I've always wanted to be in the media. I remember I wanted to be a singer. Mm. Right, fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> I actually wanted to be a singer. I wanted to do all of that kind of stuff. But I don't know. I just got put off with the amount of other talent that I saw. And I thought, yeah. you know what? Let me just leave this space open for people who are probably a bit more serious than, than me kind of thing. Do you get what I mean? But I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Maybe if I had a workshop like or company like you had mm. like back then, that might have changed my mind, if I'm mm. honest with you. Yeah. You know what? You're bang on. Like what, And that's what was so, that is still was so like beautiful about the company because people come for different reasons. But it can change, you know? Yeah. So we started from being a company that's like, um, you know, we're not, you know, making it really clear, we're not professionals in terms of the actors that were mm-hmm. there. Um, if it's if you're coming just for confidence, then that's what you're coming for. Yeah. If you but then it changed over time. So then the guys started to become more hungry. Got you. So they were like, no, no, I actually wanna I think I wanna maybe pursue acting. Right. And then actually fast forwarding that confidence that was instilled over time, like a few, yeah, a few of the guys now in the last years of drama school. But when we began, we were just a space to sort of play around mm. and, you know, release our emotions and stuff like that. But people began to trust their ability more and, and also raise the bar. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, but that, yeah, definitely like a confidence thing. But yeah, it's important for spaces to exist that enable us to yeah. build that confidence, you know? 100%. No, because at the end of the day, you know... It's not every day, like, be a scientist. not every day be a mathematician. It's not every day be an English teacher. Do you get what I mean? Like, drama is also something that we've we've been taught in school. And it's like, you know, look where you can obviously go with it. Do you get what I mean? You know? Another thing I kind of wanted to mention is as well, um, I just wanted to quickly just speak about this as well. Um, Oh, gosh, how am I saying it again? May... You know what I'm saying? I'm in the street. That's it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm in the street. That's it. I didn't want to say it. I didn't say it wrong because yeah. I, know, I know I'm liking it. You get me? But, um, yeah, mm. that for an example, that as an example, I'm not going to lie, like, obviously, um, Michaela Michaela Cole, Cole. Cole. Yeah, yeah that's it It keeps yeah. sorry to go, It just keeps getting better and better Like I Listen, thought it was going to end Episode, episode 6 I stopped watching it And then I came back With Beeps I saw like Four episodes I'm yeah. like what Listen I'm no, telling it's, you It's too good It's too I'm good. not going to lie I'm, I'm, Obviously the first time I um, watched it Was with you and yeah, Watching yeah, it on the TV yeah. And I thought Okay cool I can, I can rock with this though And then a few more people Started to speak about it Like okay Well there clearly is Some form of something Behind it So let me watch it Kind of thing Right and then I don't know I spoke with you yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was like okay cool 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 I definitely <laughs> need to watch this then and when I tell you like the, this is just this is what I love about us like you can look at that magic do you get what I mean right yeah. look yeah. at the product that was brought out right and you know everyone's talking about it the fact that you told me about it the fact that yeah. you told me about it is what do you get what I mean you yeah. know like yeah. we've noticed in like our people them's work 
Yeah, right? Yeah. And look where it's brought yeah. us. It's even, like, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm still waiting. I want a season two to come out like yesterday. You know, yeah, like that. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. so happy that something like that has been brought out because, number one, not only it was, like, directed, like, amazingly, I just loved the whole concept of how certain things were done. Do you get what I'm coming mm-hmm. from? I don't want to speak about it too, too much, yeah. just in case anyone hasn't, like, watched it and everything like that. But, yo, that's just an example of what we can do. Mm-hmm. You get And it's, it's, a, it's an example of how representation matters because... People will watch those things and be like, oh shit, I've been in this situation. But yeah. I'm not someone who's been in this situation. Or, yeah. oh, okay. Or maybe people who haven't even been in this situation, they get educated about stuff beforehand so that, you know what I mean? You're mm. learning whilst you're really being entertained. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like that is such a big purpose. Like, yeah. you know what I mean, it opens your mind bigger to, than to what you think it is. And exactly. The show itself just truly replicates what London is anyway. This you know what I mean? Is it. Um, and again, um, you just relate to a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. You start to feel like there's a sense of, Okay, maybe I'm not going crazy because this is what most this is exactly are going what happens. kind of thing. And I feel like it's also a sense of security knowing that your people are out there being them unapologetically and it's okay for you to do the same. Yeah. Even though it's a TV series and it's not really real, I feel like it can replicate be re replicated in real life for mm-hmm. our people, you know. Mm-hmm. What I mean? mm-hmm. 100%. Because not to be funny, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's other, like, with respect to other um, productions that have obviously maybe done something similar. Which I probably might not be aware of, but that yeah, I'm telling it from now. Yo, that touched me it's like different. proper. It's like different. it was just yeah. it was like he yeah, asked me, "Can yo like that was me? Mm. That was actually it me. literally for me. It feels like a, it feels like a low key um like a UK version of Insecure to an extent. Okay, cool. to an extent, just in regards to the creative sense of it and how much mm. it relates to the people that are really watching it. And I feel like it's been a long time coming because we're in 2020 and we, we have this like... Yeah. Fair enough, we've had things like um, Little Miss Jocelyn and stuff like that, but it was yeah. different, you know what I mean? And it like adulthood, kidulthood yeah, and all of that. Yeah, it's, it's different. I feel like, again, it's either comedy or stuff that yeah. is stereotyping, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I feel like as much as we want to tell our stories, I feel like us as black people, I feel like we should try to stay away from spewing out the negative stories of where we've come from and the heartache and stuff because we not saying that we shouldn't speak about it because we know it's happened but we shouldn't normalise it as if like it's okay That's for it to be that way you know what I mean because yeah. you know I mean? it limits the mind mm-hmm. and if you don't experience a hardship you start to feel am I even black enough you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah some people yeah. you can't relate to because you're yeah. going through that struggle or stress yeah, yeah. you know no, what I mean and I feel like we shouldn't normalise stress in our community I totally yeah. get that still. I totally get that and this is why you know we've got things like this to kind of help fix that do you yeah. know what I mean right um, I'm saying, you know, I'm looking forward to whenever you obviously yeah. start everything. Like, I'm, I'm fully looking forward to it, literally, because I feel like that'll just open a lot more doors mm. for our people and people like the younger generation are going to be able to actually feel themselves, know what's good. You get what I'm coming yeah. from, yeah. you know. Again, be oh, I can't even say the word. I can't speak today. You know, <laughs> un- un- unapologetically, you be unapologetically yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> but that's cool. Still, that's um, cool. So, so I was gonna ask you, Philip. So, what is it you're doing now? Because obviously, before you coming here from the week before, I've done a bit of research. Um, so right now, I see that you're at Royal Court. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, it's a, it's a household, household name. Like, literally, like if you're in the in the industry, you would know that that's like the household name. Like it's, it's yeah. a good thing. Like I appreciate that, man. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm training director at the Royal Court Theatre. Um, which means lo- loads of different things. So a lot of my job there is uh, assisting directors in different productions, but like <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm assisting directors who I always used to like look up to and stuff. So like nice. the first production was a, a, a play called A Kind of People, which was directed by a director called Michael Buffon. 
who is he's the artistic director of a company called Tallow Theatre Company, which is one of the probably the yeah the most I'd say well known primarily black theatre company in the UK. Nice, but he he a, 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 amongst many other directors literally paved the way for for me, you know, and and, mm-hmm. and, and all of us actually who are in the industry, um, like thirty years plus in the game. So it is amazing to like assist and support his vision because mm-hmm. you know these are literally when I first googled black directors these are some of the names right. you know that used to come up um so yeah so assisting on productions reading plays as well um so Royal Court uh specializes in like new contemporary writing so um working very very closely with writers and trying to build long-term connections with the next like up-and-coming you know exciting um exciting writers really is what I do and yeah just like watching loads of theater and yeah, it's uh, it's it's still it's still very surreal to work there mm-hmm. actually because um, like I was previously living in Birmingham for eight years, came back to London, um, you know, and it was sort of like back to the it was a reality of back to the rat race, like God, you yeah. know, as we say in London is like you know, it's, it's a difficult place mm-hmm. to live. So I just feel very extremely blessed, um, to be back to be back and working at a place like the Royal Court, mm-hmm. which is a theatre that suits me. I love new writing, like. I can appreciate classics and stuff, mm-hmm, but new mm-hmm. writing is 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 what really got me into it. So one of my favorite my favorite writer, Debbie Topper Green, she's like an associate at the Royal Court. Okay. Um, yeah. which is so to, to be even in the same space and established with like artists like that is a is a, is a dream come mm. true. So yeah, man. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm literally <laughs> feeling your emotional. Like, literally. Feeling your, when, you're, when, you're, when you've worked, so like, you know when that saying your idols become your rivals or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's yeah, mad yeah, when yeah. you really start to live within it and it's yeah. like you realize, oh, okay. Yeah, we're in the same space. You know what I like, mean? Like, yeah, 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 you feel that sense of self worth. Yeah. Like, yeah. you have to be prideful. Like, yeah, I've done this. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, have yeah. To, you have to play a trumpet. You have to play your own trumpet. That, and that, you know what? That has been a, that's been a real learning tool. Um, you know, when first starting off, I had like severe. I'd say severe imposter syndrome of being like, oh man, am I good at my job? What am I doing here? Mm. Why did they pick me? But I remember um, just beginning to really embrace it and acknowledge the journey and the hard work that's gone into it, mm-hmm. um, which took time. And I think that's that's also something a part of like, in, regarding like, black mental health is something we're not used to doing is actually celebrating ourselves a bit mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and being proud of what we've done. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, yeah, it didn't come easy, but I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> no, okay, I yeah. heard that still. Just t- just touching on that as well, yeah. Um, so working in the industry that you're in now, how would you say that? How would you say this is? Am I even right? Asking this right? I can't speak to that. Must <laughs> but how would you say this is kind of like? I mean, has it helped with your mental health, or has it impacted? Like, how would you say that like, it's kind of, or has it had yeah. an effect? Or do you get yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, massively. Like it, it is for me. It's it's my purest escape, like to to be able to to be able to read a story, read text, and completely like create everything that follows it. That to retell a story in your own mm. way is so therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Um, just like anyone, you can get a bit lost in your own thoughts sometimes on anything. You know what I mean? If you meditate on something too long, yeah. it can yeah. either be a really good thing Literally. or a really bad Literally, thing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, um, like to pimp a butterfly, you can listen to that and you can, like, there's so many options you can go down in terms of like how, mm-hmm. how it makes you feel. Um, but it always, theatre always feels like a positive outlet for me. And what's great is that, um, you know, it just, it just allows me to be me mm-hmm. kind of thing. 
unapologetically as well. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, because theatre is subjective, there's something in my head that I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll just try that. And someone's gone, yo, that was that was amazing. Or that really touched me. Or did it. And I'm like, wow, that, that was just a... I thought that was manifesting mm-hmm. into something, into a reality that you can you can see and witness, and like, it gives me joy to try and give people that mo- that that moment when they lean forward or that moment where they yeah. gasp. You know, there's no because that's my head. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. for that to touch anyone, not everyone will will like the pieces that I put on. But if mm-hmm. someone does enjoy it, if someone is able to um, just leave their problems at the door at least for an hour and a half before they mm-hmm. return back out, mm-hmm. um, that's good. If if a play that I'm putting on can make someone realize that they need to, um, I don't know, better a relationship or speak to a friend or open up more. Then that's kind of my job done. Mm-hmm. Like so, yeah, and that that relieves me mentally, um, you know, because there's a lot. I will be honest about that, you know, that as much as I'm making it sound, you know, quite quite uh, sort of happy and joyous. There's a lot of pressure. Yeah, being director, yeah. like people will. will could slate your work and it, it stays online. You know what I mean? They might give you one star out of five and mm. you have to, one thing I've learned is to just trust, trust, trust my thoughts. Trust your instincts. And trust my instincts. Yeah. Tr- yeah. Trust and actually embrace mentors, embrace, embrace people who can, can open your, your eyes to mm. um, just being able to really best articulate and produce the best work you can make. You know, because that's mm. that's what all that's what all writers are trying to do. They're just trying to make their story as clear as possible mm. for people to take something from it. Michaela mm-hmm. Cole would have done the same. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so yeah, mentally it it frees me. It frees me. So to be able, I feel very privileged to say that like what I do for a living, it frees me. Mm-hmm. You know, which is um, that's a blessing to be able to be able to say that. Big time, Literally. big time. So I, I never take it for granted. I never take it for granted because I just go, you know, as much as this has all been possible, you know, mm-hmm. it may have not happened. Yeah. yeah. No, I get you. I get you. Like you said, you could have been solicitor sitting there thinking, hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that thing. Why should I? Should yeah. I <laughs> never mind. You know. Um, yeah, man. I love the fact that you said it frees you. Do you know how, how like, Therapeutic that even sounds yeah. It just sounds so sane And so zen Do you get what I mean? And can you imagine If there was so much Other people that Kind of had your mindset as well Do you yeah. get what I mean? You know That would just be amazing Why would you Why wouldn't you want to be You know in a, in, in a place where You know You can feel free You can feel yourself Do you get what I'm coming yeah. from? Right? I feel like When you deep it I feel like When you feel like You've got a sense of purpose Which in your instance I would imagine to be Allowing people to Inhabit their creativity and mm. express that and you even for you to express it as well and to tell a story um i feel like it's important to emphasize on that point because i feel like a lot of people always have the connotation of work being such a negative thing and it's mm-hmm. like a, yeah. it's like a you go you do you go to work with, with the intention of just to be able to put things on the table or to mm-hmm. have a roof over your head when i get that's probably the basic necessities of having money anyway but when it's a passion and it's something that you you, you strive for you start to realise there's more of your existence that you're here to do. Yeah. I don't feel like no one on this earth is here to just have a stressful life or we're here to just pay bills. We're here to find what fits us, what, what yep. how we can mould ourselves to be the best person we can be and be influential any way possible. Because, again, for me personally, like, from my experiences, I've been able to experience myself just off my own knowledge of being able to find it from within, mm-hmm. whether that's been me reading or meditating or 
listen yeah. to documentaries or lectures or whatever it is, I've gone on done that mission myself. Mm-hmm. Whereas some people would need a place like Lightpost to shed the light for them or mm-hmm. to have some sort of social movement where there's noise about it, where they can at least start to question stuff or look deeper into stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like the options needs to be there. I feel like people just get too limited and stuck in their ways and then that's it. Absolutely. Close the box and yeah. see anything outside of the box. I don't want to touch it. I don't want to do it. You know what I mean? And I feel like distinguishing, take getting away from the fact that work is such a negative thing and it's more so of finding what is your purpose, like mm. through your hobbies, really yeah. and truly. Yeah. What you enjoy That's doing. That's where it starts. You know what I mean? What you That's enjoy it. doing should be what should bring you back your money as well. This you know what I mean? It. it shouldn't be a... Sometimes we have to go right. through stuff to get there for, for that journey, but ultimately that should be the main the main thing. Not chasing the money because you want the money to pay for X, Y, Z. Because mm-hmm. X, Y, Z might not be there in the next couple of years or it might not be needed. You know what I mean? I feel like the internal worth of what you're doing mm-hmm. will mean more than anything. Mm-hmm. Like for me, for example, working in a school, you'd think, oh, don't you get stressed out by all the kids? But no, because I feel like I'm in the best position possible. I'm here to, I'm inspiring mm-hmm. a whole generation of kids yeah. here. Like, mm-hmm. I have so a lot much of power. That, yeah. <laughs> I see it yeah. as like, me having a lot of power as opposed to a burden. Yeah. I don't, I don't see it as a burden. You know what I mean? I feel like this is my role to be here. And again, I'm only 25. I could change my role in the next couple of five years. But in those five years, I know I've made a massive change yeah, in someone's this life. Is it. And they won't forget you. You always, yes, remember, exactly. yeah, you always remember that teacher. No, no, always, exactly. Yeah, they'll never forget always, that face. Yeah. And even yeah. if they do, they'll always remember the name. You yeah. come and, and I feel like because we always say, oh, when we was in school, I wasn't taught that. I wasn't taught that. I want to be the one to be able to teach those things that they people, that we say we weren't taught. Mm-hmm. Especially because I'm not an actual teacher. I have the time and resources to go ahead and do whatever yeah. it is mm-hmm. I want to implement in the school. You know what I mean? So I feel like for me personally, I'm in a good position. I feel like it's good for others in our community to get to that space where th- there's a sense of the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like there's, there is a little shift happening and I feel like we're watching to tap into it. Yeah. Being unison. <laughs> really, yeah. really. And don't procrastinate. Don't yeah. procrastinate. Yeah. If you had to think about it twice. That's honestly the devil. I swear do you get like, what I mean? <laughs> procrastination <laughs> is the matters. I'm telling you. Like, Facts. don't procrastinate. Because that, that job you didn't want to apply for could have changed your life. Well, this is You know it. what I mean? When you go to ex- places like... <laughs> do you know, you know mean, like that? They, everything everything <laughs> is a trigger point. I'm like, telling you. I, my saying, I never believe in coincidences. If someone's... If something's happened or fall, fallen into your lap, tap into it. Like, don't let it come and pass you by because it won't happen again. This is it. For until the sun goes around the earth about ten million times before that happens again, like yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> for real, for real, so for real, no, exactly that, man. But no, trust me, like the drive is just the drive just needs to be there for you just to continue just doing what you like need to do and that you get me. So yeah, man, don't procrastinate, guys, don't procrastinate. Um, what I was gonna say as well, um, just so we could obviously touch upon the subject as well, um. Obviously, if you guys have been listening into the news um, where um, a lot of the theatres in the UK have been um, obviously shut because of the whole pandemic. But I guess there's also talks about whether they're going to be open or not, basically, mm-hmm. um, or they probably might take a while to open, which you can obviously understand that has affected a lot of people, a lot. Mm-hmm. Some people are obviously on furlough. Some people, unfortunately, have lost their jobs. And, you know, that's going to have a real impact on people's mental health, 100%. Just imagine, you know, you're doing a role for X amount of time and so forth, and, you know, you can't continue with it because, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately... Your your employment has obviously can't can't afford mm. to basically have you in a sense. Do you get what I'm coming from? Mm. You know, and it's frustrating because those are the industries where people are just people don't people are not in the industries for the money. Yeah, no, exactly. That make a difference or change. So it's it's a it's a shame that this whole yeah. COVID situation has affected businesses in that way. When this these is businesses it. literally exist to help others. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's mad because 
you know, you would think that, you know, uh, an industry where you have to be creative, you'd feel like there's, like, there should be a lot more in it, especially mm-hmm. money-wise and so forth. But it's like, I know that the government, they're not putting in the money in that. Do you get me? What they need to understand is, like, industry at this will help people. Confidence is mad. Do you get what I mean? Confidence is real. Like, this is what helps people move forward and so forth. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know? What would you say your take is? Yeah, I'm ready for it's this. Very, yeah, it's it's so complex. I think um, it's. I have like loads of friends who, you know, quite a few friends who are in positions where a production was just about to go on. Production has been cancelled. They've not been able to get paid. They're, you know, what I mean, they're waiting. We're all we're all in like a waiting bubble mm-hmm. right now because we don't even know. What theatre will look like yeah um how do you have a socially distanced performance mm. That's, yeah if it's limited if if tickets are limited then surely that means you have to charge more mm. so then how you know what i mean like yeah, even, even from those like basics we're still sort of trying to work it out but it's really really difficult um and like equally more tricky or frustrating in seeing like pubs open, but not theaters open. Right. Mm. If right. if if pubs are containing up to let's say fifty people, can the same not happen in a theater? This in is a, it. In a, mm. in a controlled environment. A controlled a environment. Control, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, we're literally wait. Like, near enough, nearly everything is opened back from. Is it the eighth of August or the first of August? One of the August days. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Which is basically nearly everything, but we're mm. still waiting for theatre. Yeah, <laughs> Do yeah. You know what I mean, so it's it's really it's really hard. It's really tough. Um, and yeah, theatres are feeling it across the board. You know, loads of redundancies have been mm. announced, and um, yeah, it's a really difficult difficult time. Um, and this is where you know we in our industry we really need the government to give out a helping hand mm-hmm. to at least sus- sustain everyone mm-hmm. until we find out some more answers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, theatres are being forced to have to, you know, pay out their members of staff or even not pay them. And, you yeah. Know, in terms of like ushers, casual members of staff. Yeah. Um, you know, loads of, loads of casual workers are being released. So then... <laughs> Mm. You know, it's, yeah, it's, no, it's, it's I, really, I, I feel it's, it. I feel it's it. It's, 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 really, yeah, yeah. it's huge because even it's agencies huge. as well. What work is there for people to do? Do you get what I mean? This is right? it. Everyone's literally on hold, and everything's just up in the air. So mm. yeah, man, I yeah. totally, totally hear that. And it, it's crazy because it's like I always think, okay, cool. When something hits you, this is where you obviously need to get like get your thinking hat on. Do you mm. get what I mean? But some people, unfortunately, they're not able to yeah. think. Yep. Like, so so quick, do you get what I mean? You know, like, and it's very easy to get yourself into a bubble and just, like, just be in the mood and mm. not express and whatnot. Can you imagine? So, listen, yeah. I, I I can feel it. I can even feel it right now, like, raw. Mm. Just imagine just, like, not being able to express yourself in your day-to-day, like, work life. Yeah. And you're just literally, you've been told to stay at home and, you know, do nothing. Mm. You know where I'm coming from, That's the right? Thing. Yeah. It is very difficult. But this is where I feel that, you know, I feel like this is where people, number one, definitely need to come together. 
Okay, mm-hmm. we definitely need to think of other ways and trying to obviously uplift ourselves and, and do better, kind of thing. Because when I was obviously speaking to you um, beforehand as well, like mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, I was obviously thinking about rock. Could you imagine if, you know, if, like, you know, we have to kind of think of the whole digital aspect when it comes to yeah. theatre now? Do you get yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. obviously, like, you know, with like festivals and everything like that, a lot of it's just been, you that's know, it. online and stuff, of it's live than that. But it's like, can you imagine if that's what theatre is going to have to be you like? Would, do you get would, what I mean? That would literally, I, I don't think. Go through it that much, but me last if he's been once. If it's not in the flesh, then there's no point in the like, sense, isn't it? Do you get where I'm like, coming from? Yeah, it's, it's not. Gonna, it's hard. not going to be the same. It's so hard. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not going to be because like you need anymore. to. You actually need to. I feel like even as an audience member, you're actually in the play yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? You mm-hmm. feel yeah. even like your senses. All your senses are alert in like what you're watching kind yeah. of thing. Do you get where I'm coming from? The feelings, exactly. the feelings of how you are there is what creates the memories, and this it's not it. the same when there's not a crowd of people there watching you and. You feel like mm-hmm. you're about to laugh, but you see someone, and then you start to just you're back in you're back in character. You know yeah. what I mean? It's stuff like that you can't yeah. you can't enjoy. Yeah, and that's part of being part of theatre. Yeah, those emotions, those little things, and the external peoples and the feelings that people give you when you're on the stage is what is what is their drive. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. So without that, it's like yeah, oh okay, so where do we go? Yeah, 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 yeah literally. Yeah. That is yeah, nuts, man. Sure. If I just thought about that, imagine what you are thinking. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the thing because now it's like, do you know? Until there are other measures in place, do you know? Do theaters now record rehearsals, like as in the final dress rehearsal? Mm. Is that is that the format for if you know? God forbid this second wave happens again and we go back to drawing board. Can can any productions be squeezed in? So that people, you know, because you've got like um, Hamilton, which is now on um, Disney Plus, which is a, which is a very clever move. Um, but I'm conflicted. I'm like you. I'm conflicted yeah. in watching it because I want to see the real thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll wait until it comes in 2022 yeah. to watch that. In yeah, you know, what I, mean? I don't want to ruin my experience. I might end up watching it. <laughs> in yeah, the end, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got yeah. no choice. But I would like to the extent I would rather wait till 2022, which is when it's being it's um coming back on stage again. Mm-hmm. To experience mm-hmm. that for real, yeah, like, I get that. And then there's access, and then there's the thing of accessibility. So then, for people who are uh, not able to afford mm. to pay for tickets, they need to engage somehow. And there's a lot yeah, of people who somehow. just want the traditional way of doing stuff. This is the thing. Some elderly population who just don't want to be on the internet going to pick tickets up. They want to go to the yeah, the, the ticket whole, booth. It's all part of the whole. It's exactly all part of the experience. Literally, yeah. You know, um, so yeah, it's just like every day we're kind of. Uh, my friends, colleagues, you name, were all kind of just waiting. Yeah. I don't know how to say. But sadly, they're just not saying enough. Yeah. Like, yeah. they released, um, for the arts, they released like 1.25 billion. But, uh, which was like a bit, you know, which was better than nothing. But then, it actually breaking down, that was, that's to be divided between arts organisations. So that is not just theatre, that's music. Mm-hmm. That's music institutions. Oh yeah, safe. You know what I mean? Safe. <laughs> when you spread that, yeah. how much is actually available to save theatres? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because it, you know, you'd think that 1.25 billion would spread far. But amongst that many theatres and everything. Theatres, like dance that. companies, you yeah. name it. That film, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Media. Mm-hmm. Man, it's yeah, it's not enough. Yeah. You know, and that's and that's that's really scary. Um Cause yeah, I mean yeah. By by the day, especially on like Twitter and stuff, like theaters that are um, 
on those social media platforms. It's like waiting, we're waiting for what theatre's going to tell us yeah. next. Yeah, mm-hmm. what's good kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Made 20 people redundant or they've, you know, it's really... Yeah, yeah. no one saw this thing Yeah, coming, no, of course. I'm tired that, of course, um, 100%. But do you know what it is? How I see it as, yeah, how I see it as, this shouldn't stop us from still being creative. This shouldn't mm. stop us from still being able to express ourselves. Do you yep. get what I mean? Yep. You know? So this is where I really feel like, you know, everyone needs to come together to just put their heads together. Do you get what I mean? Okay. And, you know, something will definitely be able to happen regardless. Mm. And even if it starts off small Facts. and it grows, boom, let's Facts. do this. Do you mm. get what I'm coming from? Facts. Right? So, I mean, even little things like, okay, cool. So can you imagine the amount of actors that are, you know, um, stuck at home and do nothing like that even I mean I just had all of these ideas and I'm not even in the industry I'm thinking to myself all right cool you know just to kind of keep myself going why don't they just make like a little YouTube channel do you get what I mean mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. you know show their acting skills within a video um okay cool it might not be you know in the the space that they want it to be but they can make it their space do you get what I'm coming from okay yeah. that's how you be creative you've got to think of ways I'm trying to obviously put what you're putting out there, but just in a different way. Do you get what I'm coming from? Absolutely. Right? Um, you know, maybe, um, you know, actors could work with a lot more of directors and like script writers and like, literally these, all, everyone funny. needs to come together and just think of a plan of just mm. thinking, okay, cool. How is this going to work? How are we going to get the attention of our target audience? Mm. Um, but in a different way. Since obviously this has been taken away from us, mm. what can we do now to, you know, still put something out there, but just differently? Do you mm. get what I'm coming from? But low key, that's what we've been doing on social media. We've been putting out content. We've been putting out expressions content on, in, in every regard, and it hasn't stopped. And I feel like this whole Corona season, this world is going to heighten it even more. People are going to start to realize that how important the sense of ownership is, mm-hmm. and then they're going to start to realize, cool, we actually do need to start putting stuff together mm-hmm. for our people. You know what I mean? Or even if it's an individual person having an idea and linking up with our people who are in that field to put stuff on. Like, I feel like those are conversations that are going to start coming up and happening um, now. Like, I feel like it's, it's, we need to have it now. It, yeah. This is the only time for the togetherness, so to say, to come about. It, 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 yeah. There's no better time. There's no better time than now. And even, I I don't know if you guys feel the same, but I do feel like there's, especially since like the Black Lives Matter movement and stuff of recent, mm. there's like a collective consciousness of us realizing that we have to work together. This no, literally, like we actually it. have to. Literally, literally. Um, you know, now we're seeing like loads of like black business pages, da, 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 and it's like well, we're finally starting to clock on now. Mm. <laughs> due to a, you know, yeah. whether due to a pandemic and this happening, that it's the, it's the only way. So yeah. I completely agree with both of you. And at yeah. the same time, it's not a thing of us wanting to exclude everyone else who isn't black. That's not the thing. No. I feel like people need to understand that. <laughs> when you've had everything basically taken from yeah. you, remodeled, renamed, whitewashed, and then after your people got brainwashed, and then they've just told you that that's what it is, like, well, like everything that's existing right now is nothing has been practically been is for us. You know what I mean? So we we yeah. feel we should be in every single right to want our own spaces, even if we we some people go as extreme to say we want our own schools. It's very right on us it, it, to say we want our own schools because you got to teach on history that doesn't belong to our people, and even that history is incorrect. Mm-hmm. You can't even teach the history you stole, mm-hmm. you created from us properly, because you have to be around the bush because you know you can't yes, tell the truth. <laughs> you it. really can't tell the truth yeah. without telling the whole story. Yeah, <laughs> really yeah, and that's enough for several minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I feel like it's just important to highlight that it's not about us wanting stuff for our own people. It's just about empowering our 
collective conscious and realizing that we need to just we're better off really and truly just being a collective and yeah. doing stuff together mm-hmm. for the our community. Of course, like I'm not saying we're not gonna work with anyone else who isn't black. Of course, that's not the case. But however, we would rather much want to put our people first, first in this current yeah. in time. And I feel like we have every single right to feel that way and not it be seen as a negative thing. Big time. Because I feel like when you start to act like you're so pro-black, so to say, mm-hmm. um, it's like, it's seen like, it's seen up, it's seen like a bad thing. Like, like you could, you shouldn't be able to speak up for yourselves. You know what I mean? Did, so, yeah. 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 It's, it's frustrating because regarding even other communities, I've, in 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 some cases, I feel like nobody's that bothered, but when it is a black uh, collective, it mm. really ruffles people's feathers, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. is fascinating. Because um, yeah, as you said, schools exist in other communities and stuff, and people don't people really don't mind. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah. But if we were to say like you know we want to have a uh, let's say a pan African school, mm-hmm. people feel really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to be funny, but no, no, I just about to say no offense. There's, there's Jewish. There's, I was just about to say there's that. There's a whole community about that. Like, so why you should know, like we that. feel like exactly? Uh, you know what I mean? For real, like at the end of the day, like if that's what we want, let's make it happen. Yeah, it's not gonna come to. It's not gonna be given to us. We need to work for it. And this is what another thing about um our people as well. For like you know, we're not hungry enough to do something. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. we're not hungry enough. You know, yeah. so I feel like it's, it's really it's really part timeish. Like people would want change up until there's a new topic of conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And for example, this, this whole Will and Jada and all this bullshit, I'm going to call it out. Like, I swear yeah, to God, yeah. like, I haven't even looked into it because I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I honestly believe that this is it's a distraction for our community. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is. There's it so much is. bigger things happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much yeah. bigger things happening in the world. Like, yeah. they've been doing their messed up marriage for years. This it's is not it. just recently. Yeah, yeah, they've yeah. been doing that. Exactly that. But not to be funny, right, it's also hiding other things like, you know, certain killers have not been found for when they You know what I mean? Like, There's so much going on. Yeah, Brianna Brianna Taylor. Taylor. We still wait. Yeah. Like, do you yes. know what I mean? All these kind of stuff. This is what the media does. It distracts us because not guess what? Yeah. They, they, they know that this is what we feed into. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? We like all of that. You get me? Right? But let's just remember, we still need to be woke. Let's just yeah. remember the bigger picture's still out there. Things still haven't been solved yet. So here what now? Right? right? Let's still continue acting it and done. Mm, you get right. me? And even, right. even within right. that, at least we just be educating ourselves on stuff like... Um, I don't know, man. You look, people would rather speak about Will and Jada. I'd rather speak about the pedophile ring that's going around in Hollywood. Or that's where that. I'm at. I'd rather have yeah, those yeah, conversations. Because yeah. yeah, that's affecting our people. There's Facts. millions of black people that go missing who are part of these things. You know Facts. what I mean? And it's affecting our community. Facts. You know what I mean? So those are the rather conversations I'd rather be having than to be focused on celebrities who are making money off us. <laughs> I don't it's just like how could you create such bullshit and try and Nasa. infiltrate our community because like, that's what is, we've been mm. infiltrated by our own people yeah <laughs> when you think of it like come on it's deep Mm-mm. come yeah. on man I ain't got time for that because it promotes be... it promotes it exactly that. as if it's a normal thing for our community and not to be funny right what is this doing to us how yeah. is I just Oh, I like to refer everything back to mental health because it's like what is that really doing for you do you get what I mean yes let's look at entertainment but guess what what are you going to do with that information like, and, I, and I get it some people say oh it's just it's just a bit of it's conversation it's banner but no because if it's not this celebrity it's going to be another person this and it's another it. person and it's this a story that you're going to be you're going to be stuck to it and look how long it's going to like the fact that there's even a key term entanglement that's going to be going on for time and time and time and we're always going to remember that like, oh yeah entanglement huh. okay cool right but what's really important yeah, here? Yeah. yeah. What's really important here? Do you get what I'm coming from? Yeah. And plus it's none of you lot's business so what's good? <laughs> you ain't married to them 
Like, yeah, they're, 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 like, and it's like people have opinions on their situation, but based off just this situation, I don't know anything else. It's like your opinion has no backbone to it. We, yeah. we need I mean, that energy for the important stuff. Yeah. Right, exactly yeah, I mean, that. Stop yeah. the cancelling of people and start to put people on and start to realise mm-hmm. the bigger purpose of what's going on. Because like, mm-hmm. right. the, the, even, I, I'm, I, me personally, I don't agree with the whole Black Lives Matter movement because I'll get into that another episode to be honest with you, but I just feel like it's just a sense of like, why do we always have to have social empowering things for us why is there never actual economic change there's always a statement yeah, or there's always yeah. a slogan that's attached to us on, and our struggles or whether yeah. it's propaganda through pictures of us standing at um in central london with our fists up and it's like oh yeah this is something to talk about it happened mm. there was a monumental time in our time but what did we gain from it what's changed because yeah, this is still happening yeah and yeah i'm not here to be a negative person or act like i know it all. i'm just shedding light onto the onto the realness like yeah mm-hmm. It's still going on. Yeah. People ask yeah. me, what am I doing about it? Well, I'm educating myself. I'm still reading my books. I'm still trying to watch documentaries and trying to understand how we've become where we are. Yeah, exactly that. I'd rather do that than join in on the bush and act like I'm blind and follow each other. Yeah. We, 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 ain't trying to, we ain't trying to be no sheep. We ain't being sheep. I ain't here for it. No, 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 no. Never, <laughs> yeah. never, never. So, yeah, man. It's just so important to highlight the necessity of being a black person and expressing yourself in a creative way that mm. is healthy for your progression and well-being. Literally, oh, that was really nice. So no, for real, <laughs> for real, man. <laughs> but like, yeah, no, man. guys, just be woke. Cause wake up and be woke. Do you get what I mean? Because yo, there's other important things that we need to worry about. Let's look after our people. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. This is what we're here for, you know. And you know, look at the amazing things that you know we're also doing. If we can obviously do this for you guys, I'm pretty sure you can, you can also make a difference. Do you get mm-hmm. what I'm coming from? Okay. And let's remember, guys, mental health is real. Yeah, so mental important. health is real let's so remember important. okay we all go through it don't act like you don't because guess what you definitely do even subconsciously let's remember that mm-hmm. okay right we, we need to be there for each other yeah so let's all remember that and this is why us lot as black collectives we're doing what we're doing you get me right mm-hmm. so if we could do it you lot can do it too you get me right but yeah man listen this was needed. It was needed. I feel like I should this go and start needed. directing films and shit. <laughs> <Literally. laughs> oh, do it. Come do through. It. Come through. The time. Get active the next two years, guys. Watch this space. Come on. Come on. For real, for real. But no levels that, Philip, it has actually been a pleasure having you on board. Literally, for the first time I actually heard your name and I was like, nah, this brother's coming on. Brother, it's coming on. Literally, like, I literally love what what you've done. I love what you're doing. Do you get what I mean, And the message behind it. This is it. It's like, it's not just movement it's just the purpose behind it all yeah as well, so exactly it's that really enlightening and refreshing amen to that man and thank you um i always like to do this with our guests as well you're right quickly so obviously before we wrap up stuff okay what what would you like to tell someone who's listening who obviously may be in the same industry of yourself who may have obviously you know been you know a fellow or been um made redundant and they're not really doing any like they can't really do much or they're kind of you know just well not doing much in a sense do you get what I mean mm-hmm. what kind of advice could you obviously give to you know, fellow people that are within your industry out yeah. there um, you're not alone there's loads of us out here who are still trying to work out what's going on mm-hmm. um, so you're not alone and you know but it may take a while but be- better times will come mm-hmm. truly um, yeah we all <laughs> in, in my industry and in any industry, I guess, we all have, sometimes we have really crazy journeys and things happen that we don't expect, but keep at it. Mm-hmm. Keep at it. 
um, if I didn't keep at it, I would not be, I wouldn't have a story to tell, you know? So that's, that's really important. And um, just keep, keep supporting your community and keep on, keep on empowering your community and, and watch also watch people who, who, who empower you, for, you know, with good reason. Um, find heroes to follow. Um, find people who inspire you. Uh, that might even be friends, family, like people who keep you motivated mm. is, is vital. Um, especially just echoing like the mental health perspective. Um, because when you're when you're down and out, and I've been down and out loads of times, you always, you know, it's always you always need your tribe mm-hmm. to pick you back up. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, those are the few things I'll say. Keep going. Yeah, man. No, hundred percent. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. I always what I'm also gonna say to that as well. Don't stop being creative. Mm-hmm. Continue being creative. Literally stick with it. You don't you don't know the kind of things that you are capable of until you express it, until you explore it. Do you get what I'm coming from? So listen, even if you have to use these little digital platforms just to do something different, do you get what I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. There's so much ways in trying to, you know, like do shit. And obviously everyone's still figuring it out for themselves. But you know what? You can start something today. You never yeah. know. Big time. You get what I'm coming yeah, from. Even for people who are not even who think, do I have a creative side to me? You wouldn't know unless you try. So, yeah, it's simple. This, this is the thing, like, with that, I, I saw, I actually saw a, a quote today and it said, creativity is birthed out of uncertainty. Like, mm. Amen. Really Amen. Mm. Amen. Literally. No one knows yeah. if it's going to pay off. You don't know. Until... You might just be jotting on a pad yeah. and, and an idea drops and it changes your life. Literally. Literally. Completely for you. Yeah. There'll just be one moment you just start doing something and your answer will just click. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, then, that's it. Everything starts to just fold out in front of you. Yeah. You know that's... what I mean? So don't be discouraged to step outside of your box in your comfort zone because mm. when you step out of it, you realise that there's, there is no comfort zone. You know what I mean? Be uncomfortable. The, the spectrum to, to life does not end on what your eyes can see. So yeah. don't be misled to think that this is it. For real, man. Don't be complacent either. Literally, life is just, yeah, that journey where you just need to continue and, you know, just do good and amazing things. You get me? You know, like that. But yeah, man, uh, Levels, it's been an amazing talk, guys. Like, I feel like, yeah, you know, for our listeners, it's definitely going to make uh, an impact um, for them as yeah. well. And, you know, it's just refreshing that we can at least help and help people about, you know, like condition and them and just, you know, speaking the word in a sense. You get me? Speaking the word and that, you know? So, um, sorry, Philip, how can our, um, our listeners find you on social media? Are you on Twitter? Yeah, social Instagram? media, um, Twitter, that's where I'm at most of the time. Um, Philip with one L Philip John J-O-N Morris um, is my at um, yeah probably Twitter I'd say I'm, mm-hmm. I'm most active there yeah Philip John Morris um, follow me up um, and even on that page like it might be it might be something that I've seen that makes me laugh it kind of, that's also another free in space as well mm. where I get to sort of step, step away slightly from theatre but also um, I'm constantly retweeting fellow black artists fellow allies who are creating and, and making really important work. So, yeah. Excellent, man. Thank you. People will definitely, definitely have Philip. Um, Philip. Um, I'm pretty sure he'll be able to, you know, um, be in contact with you if you've any questions and so forth. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean, you um, know? Please do. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always up for a chat. Yeah, so. man. That'd be nice, man. That'd be nice. Great stuff. But, um, yeah, obviously, for us as well, we still there. We still here. Um, remember to follow us, follow us on Insta. Yeah, Instagram, that's underscore dot layers of life cool beans and um yeah man you know so we're going to be bringing out more content for you guys just to help you and so forth stay tuned for the next thing that we've got for you as well definitely excited about that one but yeah. <laughs> 100 i'm going
fire in that one way for real for real <laughs> but um guys it's been a pleasure as always hit us up let us know what you think and all these things you guys have been amazing this is yeah. fabs it's your boy milo and we out <laughs>